Hey friends, welcome to the In Then We Will podcast. I am your host, Christina Borsetti, and we are on episode 41. Episode 41. Yeah, we're getting closer to 50. We're getting closer to the one year anniversary. And it has been a really interesting journey. And I hope to share that at some point in the future on the podcast. Some of you have reached out on how to start a podcast and just wanting to do one on your own, maybe doing one as a, they call it a funnel into your business. I'm happy to share what information I have along the way. If that's something that interests you, definitely just reach out to me. I am an open book when it comes to this. I'll share all the good stuff and also some of the things I've learned along the way. Today's episode, I'm touching on identity and we've talked a bit about this on other episodes in one shape, way or another. I wanted to just talk about one particular thing when it comes to identity and I'll get into that in just a moment. I wanted to just say thank you so much for being with me, being with me here week after week. And we're jumping in when you can. If you're new to the podcast, welcome in. I'm so glad that you're here. I just I've been so grateful for the feedback I've gotten along the way. Sometimes you're just along the road and you're looking at the analytics and you're like, all right, this is cool. And then all of a sudden you see some folks started to follow you and you're getting emails and DMs and text messages about feedback and questions. And it really just, it blesses my heart so, so much that the things that I'm talking about on the show are helping you, encouraging you, and the the guests that are coming on are helping you. Please keep sending in those requests. I am looking for the right guests for the show to answer your questions. And I'm going to continue to create these bite-sized episodes for you guys to listen to throughout your busy schedules. Now, to the episode in particular, something that comes up continuously, not only with myself, but with others as well, is understanding your identity. We have tied ourselves into a lot of different, I don't want to call them jobs because I don't feel like motherhood is a job, but different purposes, different callings in our lives. We are wives, we are mothers, we are caretakers, we have certain jobs that we have tied ourselves into. And there's also the identifiers of who we say we are based on our past. Now, if you go back, and I'm going to refer to two episodes that I've done before. If you go back to episode nine, the science behind how you think for a better relationship with yourself, I get into the scientific side of why we think the way we do, taken from studies of cognitive behavioral theory and getting into different uh, niches like adaptive versus maladaptive and just uh, go listen to the episode. I won't get into it too much today. Episode 16, a coaching technique to help you sustain your new healthy habits. So once you decide on that habit that you want to change, that you've already addressed your identifiers in your life, you can get into more tangible steps. So those are just a couple episodes you can definitely go back into. But coming back around to this episode and talking about identifiers, what I mean by that are the things that we tell ourselves over time. You can say, yes, I'm a mother. Yes, this is what I do for a living. And it's also the things that you say, yes, I'm, I'm just overweight. This is just who I am. I'm always going to be the bigger friend, or I'm always going to be goofy, or I'm always going to say the wrong thing, or and insert whatever things you've been telling yourself over time that have come from your environments. It could have been a parent that used to say these things to you. It could have been just people throughout your life. Uh, I'll use my example. Another episode was talking about talking kindly to your body. And I've had more than one 
gentleman suitor say something about my body and over time I was just saying to myself, okay, well, this is who I am. I'm always going to be a little bit bigger. I'm always going to be mid-size. And then you start to think of, well, who am I outside of this? I, I don't know. I'm always going to be eating a little bit more. I'm always going to not really work out as much. And you start to create an environment around yourself that feeds that identifier. So if you're trying to change something in your life, whatever it may be, you need to look into what you're saying to yourself. What are you identifying yourself as? I'm not talking any way by shape or means or form about gender identification here. What I'm talking about are the things that we are telling ourselves on a continual basis that have created and sustained this environment in which we live. What we tell ourselves when we look at ourselves in the mirror in the morning, when we go to reach for a drink or food inside the fridge, if we're going to do a certain type of workout, if we're going to walk into our children's school, how we think other people view us is how we're viewing ourselves. And we can't make changes in our lives if we can't change who and how we identify ourselves. If you are trying to, for instance, to use the very easy example of weight loss, as we are, I guess, sort of a wellness show, talking about weight loss. If you identify yourself as the bigger person and you're always going to have that extra snack and, oh, I always just eat at night. That's just who I am. And I just, I love pastas and ice creams and I'm never going to stop eating them, which is fine. I don't expect you to stop eating them. But if you keep telling yourself that this is just who you are and nothing can be changed, you aren't going to change. You're holding on to your identity so strongly, these thoughts that you've been telling yourself that you aren't going to be able to make those changes. That's almost as powerful as saying, I'm not going to be able to make these changes. You're telling yourself and identifying with being the person who can't make the change. Versus, I've said this, and I think it was another goal setting episode, looking back on your history and looking at where you have had success. So you know it's capable. You have to look for your own personal social proof that it's capable that you can change. One of the things I keep seeing floating around within the coaching industry, people, other coaches saying this, and then people feeding off of that and regurgitating it as it is because we're all just learning from other people and putting it out there as our own stuff. <laughs> uh, so be mindful of where you're getting your information from. But when you are looking to make changes, what I see people saying is, if you see someone else doing it, you know that that's proof that you can do it too. And I know that doesn't sound bad. If you see another mom with three kids thriving and she's got the career of her dreams and her kids look all happy and healthy and amazing and their marriage looks amazing, all online, by the way, because you don't know these people, and they're just... They're just showing you that this can be the way. And if you follow them, this will be your, if you identify with them and you can understand what they've gone through and that's what you've gone through. And if she can do it, I can do it too. There's a certain, there's a certain level of that, which is okay. Like, yes, I see a mother of three. I'm a mother of three. And I see that she's got a great marriage and her kids look all happy and healthy. And she looks like she's just thriving in her career and her pictures online like amazing but she's living a different lifestyle than you you don't know what type of support she has you don't know uh if she 
had I don't know a long lost aunt or uncle die and she just got an upheaval of money into her bank account and it's able to support this business that she's talking about online and you don't know you just don't know what people have that was such a weird example but you know what people have going on on the back end behind the screens so I think it's fine to say hey look this person is doing really well in their life. It is possible that someone with three kids can do that as well. But you also have to look at your own lifestyle and you have to recognize if it, if the dreams that you're setting out to do, these this change that you want to make in your life is feasible for what you have going on in your life. Now, that doesn't mean it's not possible for me because I don't live the same lifestyle. So on the flip side of that is, so you get you get really high on, oh, I can do this because this person's doing it and I am identifying with all the things that she's she used to live her life before. And I used to be telling myself that I, I am never going to lose the weight and I'm always going to be the slightly overweight, you know, funny mom who jokes about, you know, drinking wine and staying up late and you know, dropping swear words everywhere. And now she's like this totally different person. And if she can do it, I can do it too. Right. But then on the flip side of that is like, is <laughs> it's always, yes, you can always stop swearing, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. But is it going to be really difficult for you to make this change right now? Do you really think that you're going to drop 15 pounds in a month and get to where this woman is probably taking her like, you know, six eight, maybe 10 years to get to where she is because we don't see all that work on the back end. So I want you to be realistic with yourself, realistic with yourself on what you're able and capable of taking on. Not that you can't do it. Don't identify with, I can't do it. Identify with, yes, I can do it. I have been successful. For my gosh sakes, if you're a mother of three, you've been, you successfully had three children and hopefully successfully keeping them alive and happy and healthy. And now you want to make some other tangible change in your life that is going to make you feel better as a person. And so what are you identifying as? Where do those beliefs come from? Where do those beliefs come from? Now, are they coming from your parents? Are they, were they coming from your a friend for the longest time? Were they coming from someone you thought was in your support network? And that might be something that you need to work through on a much deeper level with a therapist, with your pastor. You have to work through these things. If you don't think you can overcome them, what? It, why is that? You keep hitting a roadblock every time you try to lose weight. You get to a place where you lose 10, 15 pounds and then you gain it all back. Why is it that you're gaining it all back? Is it the things that you're telling yourself? Is there a story there that you've been telling yourself for a long time that's been coming from someone in your support network? So understanding where these thoughts are coming from, where they started out as, and why do you keep telling them to yourself? Why do you keep believing that they're true? And is someone now in the picture, if they were thoughts that were coming from the past, is someone now who's in the picture re-emphasizing those thoughts. Is that someone that you need to continue to socialize with? Who in your environment is helping to feed these identifiers? Now, if you're someone who wants to lose the weight and part of losing that weight is losing the identifier, I'm just the overweight, funny mom who drinks a lot of wine and wine is contributing to your weight gain, then you need to cut out the wine and stop identifying yourself as the mom who drinks the wine. 
You don't, that doesn't have to be a part of who you are. So the thing is, is that when we change our identifiers, when we change who we identify as, it can be really scary. You might lose friends or you think that you might lose friends. And people around you, they get really comfortable with who we are. So making those changes is uncomfortable for them. And they want to keep coaxing you back in. Stay in the circle of trust, right? So the change is going to be difficult. But understanding where those thoughts originated from, why do you keep telling yourself that? Is it because there's somebody in your environment, someone in your support network that keeps feeding into it? Or are you just telling yourself that? And then we're going to work from there. And we're going to start creating new thought patterns new identifiers. You want to identify yourself as the person, a realistic person, not the person that you're seeing on the Instagram scroll or wherever it is that you are comparing your life to, or you're looking for validation that change is possible. You have to look within. You have to look at what's going on in your own life because yes, this person that you're looking at for validation that change is possible is giving you a glimpse of what could happen 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. We never see what happens behind the scenes or if we do, we just don't get the whole picture. And perfect example, perfect example of this. I've been in the fitness industry now for over a decade. I would go on Instagram. I'd go to post a picture about something to do or real or something to do with Pilates. And then before I knew it, my, my scroll was flooded with images of picture perfect bodies with six pack abs. And it was like, okay, I know that if I just follow that program for three weeks to the T, oh, I a hundred percent will look like this person. That's not how it works. There was a lot of hard work and dedication that went into creating this change in this person's life. It doesn't happen overnight. So if you're not seeing the results that you want to see and you keep doing the same thing or seeing similar things, just different diets, right? Different diets, same thing over and over and over again. And you're not seeing the results that you want to see in your life, diet, career, anything, stop drinking, smoking, etc. Then there's something going on inside that you need to understand why do you keep coming up short? And it's something that you keep telling yourself and you need to identify why you keep telling yourself you can't make the change. And it's not just, oh, I can't make it. There are other things going on. You're identifying, you're really into that great. You're holding on for dear life to the thing that's holding you back. And you have to understand and identify what that is. And that comes with awareness. You just have to find the time to sit down and understand what that is. And a lot of people just don't do that, quite frankly. Go back to our example of I'm just a funny, overweight mom who drops a lot of swears and drinks a lot of wine. Change that. Release it. And if you're worried about losing friends because you don't think you're going to be funny anymore, more than likely, if you're funny before, you're probably going to be funny still right? With the right people, the right people are going to stick around. If that's something that you might be holding on to, if you're worried you're going to lose the friends because you're not going to be drinking the wine anymore, then you're going to be surrounded by friends who want to be healthier, who are, or the ones who are going to stay and support you on this journey. Guys, I quit drinking. Now it's going like six months or so. I still have the same friends. (laughs) 
And it's a different situation. I mean, a lot of my friends that I was hanging out with anyway are not super heavy drinkers anyway. And if we do go out and they have a glass of wine, I have a seltzer, I have a mocktail, and we still can converse and live our lives. So that's confidence that change is possible from me telling you it is. And it took me a long time to get to that place. I had to stop identifying with being the mom or being the person who drank. That it was only fun when I would go and hang out with these people if I drank. That they wouldn't want to be my friends if I didn't drink. So finding out what it is holding you back. Become the woman, that confident, healthy woman who takes care of her body and her mind and her soul so that she can show up to be the best possible person for herself and for those that she truly cares about. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. I hope that this was helpful or helped to encourage you and get beyond that step. Jump over what is holding you back from getting to the place that you want to be, that you know you truly should be. Guys, I'm here for you at any time, please make sure that you send me an email, Christina at andthenbewell.com. I'm here to pray for you, to answer your questions. If you want another guest on the show, I'm here for that as well. And guys, I haven't talked about it much, but please go listen to Rachel Kaczynski's episode. We are still giving away that incredible pack, that mindfulness pack, both for adults and for kiddos. We'll talk more about it on social and get on my email list so that you can get in the running to win that. Thank you so much. And remember to take what you need, leave what you don't and then be well guys i will talk with you soon